0: is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. How is everybody doing on this blessed day? I hope that the Lord is doing tremendous things in your life because he is good and he's faithful and he's generous and he knows exactly what we need and when we need it. Amen. And I'm really honored and thankful that you have tuned into our Full of Life Ministries podcast because every month, believe it or not, The Lord continues to bless us because we get to recognize how many lives are being changed. I mean, people from around the world have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior right before our eyes. And we have individuals right now that have rededicated their lives back to Christ. They're working out their relationship with Christ. They're developing a strong prayer life and allowing the Lord to do a spiritual makeover. (laughs) You asked me the question, what is a spiritual makeover, Pastor Phil? Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's because it's not per se biblical, but you use the Bible in order to allow God's word to transform you by the renewing of your mind as Romans 12 and 2 talks about. It's actually... Scriptures throughout God's word that helps you if you lack love or you lack faith or you don't have any hope or you don't see how you're going to get through this storm in life. God has given us his word that guarantees us that will guarantee victory in the face of the fight that we're in in today's world. And so God is doing a spiritual makeover to get rid of the fear, the insecurity. And we allow God to shape us. He begins to cut away and carve away and remove those things that have been a hindrance in your life. That is, in essence, a spiritual makeover where you can't even recognize yourself because the Lord has taken away that desire to sin against him and so we say to God be the glory for the great things he has done the Lord is truly good and as I'm as I'm speaking the, the Lord has reminded me with a few passages of Scripture that really speaks to the essence of who God is. And we're going to be reading from Psalms 85. Psalms 85 verses 8 through 13. And it tells us, let me hear what the Lord God says because he speaks peace to his people and to his faithful ones. It goes on to say, don't let them return to foolish ways. <laughs> God's salvation is very close to those who honor Him so that His glory can live in our land. Faithful love and truth have met, righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the ground. Righteousness gazes down from heaven. Yes, the Lord gives what is good and our land yields its produce. Righteousness walks before God, making a road for his steps. Awesome passage of scripture from the word of God. So people of God, I'm hearing right now. I'm hearing what the Lord is saying to us and he is saying to us and demonstrating to us. And what he's really conveying to us is the overflow of peace changes the moral compass from troubled to peaceful, from tumultuous to calm. Just as Jesus tells the winds, the storms, and the oceans to be still, he's speaking peace to his people and to his faithful ones. You see, people of God, our community is ready for peace. I don't know if you're aware of this, but our world needs God's peace. Our cities need God's peace, our schools. Our families, our churches, all around the world, we need to receive God's peace. Our community needs his peace to give us direction, to give us hope, to bring comfort to us. Even though there's wars going on in the spirit realm, God's peace covers us and protects our hearts and our minds. What's critical is that we do not go back to a lifestyle that is foolish. A person who lacks good sense or judgment when it comes to living in a peaceful world. It may appear to some very boring. What kind of world do we have if there's no chaos going on in our world? When peace rules the land, Some would deem it very boring. But this peace will stabilize our society and get us back focused on God's standards. Because we need God's standards to light up our lives so we won't fear our present situation and our future plans. Because Psalms 27 and 1 tells us, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Should I fear anyone? The Lord is a fortress protecting my life. Should I be frightened of anything? Listen when we honor God, when we take the time to honor God, when we set aside special quiet time to honor god his glory dwells in our land and our conversations our communities our schools our leaders and our churches will thrive because yes his faithful love rules the land his truth goes marching on his righteousness makes a path a clear path for us to walk on And his peace, God's peace, protects our hearts and our minds. And these are the ingredients for a unified culture and a healthy society. And you can count on the Lord to provide for us what is good. Because he is good. And he's worthy of all the praise. So listen. So since we've been talking about unity, we've been really dealing with unity in this uh, time that we have together on this podcast. I wanted to express in this particular episode a message we can get excited about. Because we see it's the Lord's intention for his people to be healed from its current condition. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter in the 14th verse tells us, it says, If my people, if my people who belong to me, but just humbly pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. We will hear from heaven he says he will forgive our sins and he will heal our land so listen humility prayer connecting to a god who's a god that understands the power of unity because listen when we are unified and i want you guys to really think about this when we are actually unified when we set aside our differences and when we become unified, great things happen because the Lord infuses godly characteristics into the land. And now this is when we are truly healed. No racism. No critical race theories. No no disputes, no arguments, no fights. We become healed as a society, as a people of all ethnicities coming together in this land called community. So today or tonight's episode is entitled A Community Unified. I want to say that one more time, a community unified. When we think of community in terms of how the Lord designed for us to be designed for us to commune, he provides for us a sense of responsibility that we have for each other. This is where the enemy has come in to bring division, to bring Bitterness, to separate relationships is because we don't understand our responsibility that we have with each other. There's an old euphemism or adage that says, my four and no more, my three and then there's me. Just thinking about your own little small world. But God wants us to understand and think outside of our small group that there is a world that is counting on us to shine his light in this land that's full of darkness and full of corruption and and full of fear and worried about how they're going to survive in this world we have a responsibility people of god for each other and all throughout scripture the lord encourages Us to take care of our brothers and our sisters. And this has nothing to do with your educational status or your affiliations or even if you like who you like, (laughs) because I know many people just have a particular like for a certain type of people. We must remember the importance of maintaining the connection with each other. And focusing on building a community of love in word and in our actions. So when we are unified, division or divisive behaviors are neutralized and disputes because it's not a matter of it might happen. So let's be real, it's gonna happen. Disagreements are going to happen, but when you operate under a system of God's peace and you allow that system to rule your heart, it makes for God's hand of harmony. God's hand of harmony will bring us and bring us together in such a way Where now we can really recognize the greatness of our God. Let's take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with the episode entitled, A Community Unified. Hi, everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's examine and learn what the Lord has to say about the importance of being unified and how he wants his community to look like. So listen, people of God, in order to unify and bond with each other. This is very critical that we walk in the light of Jesus. That we walk, that we talk, that our actions are representing the light of Jesus. And first John, the first chapter, verse seven tells us, but if we walk in the light, As he is in the light, we have fellowship. We have fellowship. I want to say that one more time. We, our community, have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us, purifies us, it cleanses us from all sin. So people of God, his light connects us with each other. His love now runs from heart to heart, making this unique community accountable to living in union with God. We have to understand that when we become light, now we have real fellowship, real connection with each other. When we receive God's word through Jesus Christ, when we study the life of Jesus and the way he operated from one community to the other community, he did not exclude anybody. He didn't say that I'm just gonna hang out with the, the people who have status. He was with everybody who wanted to receive him. And matter of fact, he says that if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And so we have to understand that operating in his light helps us to fellowship with one another. And then through the shedding of blood, because blood is a cleansing agent it washes away the sins that we have committed against god and it purifies us for us to be unified not only with god but with each other so we have to walk in the light of jesus in order for unity to take hold in our world number two In order to bring unity into our community, we have to encourage those who are living in sin by telling them that there is a better way. There is a better way. In 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter and the 14th verse says, we urge you. See, this is the apostle Paul talking about how he went about bringing unity to the community. He says, we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak and be patient with everyone. People of God, admonishing these precious souls in love. Can create an opportunity for these individuals to break away from idleness you know those behaviors that is contrary to godly principles it says here that we are to encourage them that there is a better way to live you don't have to be idle you don't have to try to be so negative and be so disruptive within our world But when you encourage, when you warn people that this type of living will not bring unity to our world. So urge them, plead with them, encourage them, show them there is a better way for them to live. Because these are godly principles that we have to infuse into our world. It goes on to say, help the weak. And many of us, we do know who, right now, if you think about it, these individuals who are weak, some of them live in our families. Some of them are on our jobs. Some of them are in our churches. People across the world, they're weak. And sometimes by just praying for them, And when you see them, that you just give them an encouraging word can make all the difference in the world. This is how we bring unity to our community. So number two, we have to tell them about that this type of lifestyle is sin. And that there is a better way to live. And the better way to live is to allow The light of Christ to shine brightly in your life. And then number three, it says to live in harmony. Live in harmony. Romans 12 and 16 declares live in harmony with one another. Here's the warning. Do not be proud. But be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be. Conceited. you see, being proud for the sake of gaining an upper hand only creates division and strife. In James, the fourth chapter in the sixth verse states, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And your willingness to associate with people of low position You guys know the overlooked, the underappreciated. This act of kindness, it really does inspire people that by going the extra mile makes all the difference in the world. This act of love negates any chance for conceit to diminish the real you. We have learned some behaviors that doesn't line up with God's word. And then we go from being humble to being very conceited, arrogant, proud. These are traits that does not line up with God's truth. So we have to get back in harmony with God first before we can live in harmony. We have to get back to the basics of who we are. God created us to live in harmony with everybody, not for a certain selected group of people, but for everybody that you come in contact with. And this is how our communities can be unified and lastly love each other deeply love each other deeply first peter the fourth chapter verses 8 through 11 speaks about it says above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins Verse 9 says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling, <laughs> without complaining, making a big deal over nothing. <laughs> Verse 10 says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Verse 11 says, if anyone speaks, if anybody speaks they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God if anyone serves they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. This is powerful people of God. Love each other deeply. This is the problem with our world. And that's the reason why we're not unified is because we're not understanding love and the power of love. Because love covers a multiple Multitude of sins. When people mess up, love them anyway. When people have, have made some or done some outlandish things, continue to love on them. When they've lied on you, you can still love them. Love them deeply. You don't even have to hang out with them. And you don't even have to like them. <laughs> but you can love them because this is God's creation that needs to be healed. And the way healing takes place is that you really genuinely care for their well being, that they can get back on the right track. Use the gift that's inside of you. Yeah, you have gifts all inside of you that's designed. To help those who need it the most. And it comes in various forms. God's grace comes in various forms. And when you speak. Demonstrate that you. Are operating under the power of God. So your words will be so seasoned that people will see, wow. There's something different about you because the words that you use has so much power. And this is what draws people who have been disruptive to wanting what you have. God wants us to be unified as a community so we can change the world, people of God. We can change the world. We can change our climate. We can change the condition of our world. If we apply these principles to our community, because the Lord will help us achieve this for us. He's already already given us a gift to serve others. It's already there. He has given us his word that if we humble ourselves, if we humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our evil ways. We will witness transformation and a powerful transformation of our world because God will bring real unity to our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to learn from you so we can grow, so we can shine in the face of this sinful world that we live in we can glorify you with our actions and our deeds. So Father God, we just thank you for an opportunity that you've given us through prayer that we can get things right before you. So first of all, Lord God, we pray that you will forgive us of all of our sins that we've committed against you. All of the shortcomings, the failures, uh, when we take things upon ourselves to act out, you still are so faithful to us so please forgive us help us to become what you've called us to be help us to love each other deeply help us to forgive help us to to encourage those who are disruptive who are weak help us to understand our responsibility on this planet is not just for our immediate families but it's for each other and your strength goes throughout our land that's when unity takes place this is when we will see your greatness so help us to do it your way and stop trying to do it our way cleanse us wash us make us better help us to read your words so we'll know exactly how to go about doing this oh god we thank you for this moment right now, and we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight's episode entitled A Community Unified. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you have enjoyed this particular episode because it speaks to all of us in this world. And I know that with Jesus, we can do anything but fail. So let's get busy for Jesus. Amen. People of God, if you are enjoying these episodes, please continue to share these podcasts to your friends, to your family, to your co-workers, to your church family, whoever may be in need of something new in their lives. Continue to share these episodes and allow God's word to go forth to help them. Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Any prayer request, anything that you want for us to pray about or to give you scriptures about or encouragement for, we are here to assist you. I want to be your podcast pastor and as you go forth throughout life please let us know what we can do to help you along your christian journey we are grateful and thankful for your generosity to this ministry if you feel led to support us financially you can go to any of the platforms and you can sow a seed into this ministry to help us make a difference in this world we appreciate all that you have done and the great things that God has in store for us, it is therefore the taking. So people of God, thanks again for tuning in. And remember this, let's continue to do this in Jesus name, God bless.